happy camper. I love the summer sun. I love the trees and forest. I'm always having fun. Oh, I'm a happy camper. I love the clear blue sky. And with the grace of God, I'll camp until I die. Chicka, 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 remix. Oh, I'm a happy camper. I love to drink and fuck. And if you pay me money on my titties, you can suck. And that begins Alex and Emily's take on slumber party. Not slumber party. We did this last time. Sleepaway camp part two. Sleepaway camp. I am ready to go to camp. Oh, me too. Especially this one. Campa. uh, Rolling hills. Rolling hills. Okay. Yes. Okay. So on the back of the box, here we go. This is a DVD box, by the way. So it's going to be a little different than the VHS. Five years after the horrific slaughter at Camp Arawak, transsexual lunatic Angela Baker, a take-no-prisoners performance by Pamela Springsteen, whose singing and guitar playing would terrify even her brother Bruce, has become a counselor at Camp Rolling Hills. But Angela is about to teach bad campers a brutal lesson in survival. When these horny teens are sliced, stabbed, drilled, barbecued, chainsawed, and worse— Renee Estevez, sister of Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen, also daughter of Martin Sheen, but whatever, co-stars in this outrageously vicious sequel to the original cult hit filled with gratuitous nudity, rampant mullets, exclusive extras, and gores galore. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers. So Your why why would you be an unhappy camper if would you it's gratuitous nudity like who's unhappy about that first of all like why are they unhappy I mean because they're dying probably. but then like what's gratuitous about a couple boobs I mean I don't know I think there's a lot of tits in it so well there is a lot of tits but I just don't understand that's really gratuitous now I'd be more for the eighties for the eighties it was I mean we didn't have stuff like boogie nights and stuff that was showing like full frontal a whole lot. Well, I mean, I'm, we had we had it, but not like as much. I'm definitely more offended by the the, the mullets in this movie than anything, and just <laughs> Pamela Pamela Springsteen's hairstyle just in gen. And her tube legs. Oh, that's what we called them. It wasn't tree legs; it was tube legs because they just look like two like <laughs> tubes. I mean, they're the same, and they're skinny, but they're the same. Because they- I don't want to call them tree trunk legs because that would imply that they have like fat cankles. But she just has like lead pipe legs or something better to chase you better to chase you down and kill you with yeah true (laughs) so 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 what i love about this movie um and it's one of the it's it's a one of the original movies i guess you could say where we just we know who the killer is within like seconds or minutes Mm -hmm. of the movie like there's no hiding the fact there's no there's no whodunit there's no sneaky pov with creepy arms and all these things no you're literally like you you know in the very beginning as one of the characters his name is sean whitmore his father helped arrest angela in the prior adventure um so he has some little insight onto this and is telling them this you know ghosty camp story um, and well, Phoebe starts starts telling the story. She starts it, but then he's like, "No, no, no." Yeah, it's, he it's finishes it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you, but then within minutes, you know, sorry, Phoebe, you got to go. And then we found out with right before this electric metal music, like a guitar riff comes on in here, that Angela is the same Angela because she decides not to change her name. Um, and although a very different character, but. 
Yes, I'll be one equipped with one liners, super prudy. Maybe, yeah, who knows? But um, I think that that's inter- an interesting thing to point out that you know. I mean, obviously, you're going to know who the killers are in these two because you find out in the first one. But just because the first one was like they even went as far to um, during the kill scenes have if there was like you know the hands pushing the chef into the boiling water, mm-hmm. they were they used Ricky Ricky's hands. So that you wouldn't think it was uh, Angela the whole movie. Like they went so far for you to not think it was her. And so it's just interesting. I know. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense, but just to have it be so obvious because you, I mean, I think you could have done some kind of twist here where you don't realize that that's the same Angela that's had a sex change and you find out later on, but they just went full in, you know, just from the beginning. Yeah, and I think that one of the things that this movie did was something you know that Kevin Williamson might have done like with Scream or whatever. Flipped this, flipped it on us at the very beginning with like a twist opening, like and then and then it's already sort of a satire horror. Um, It's not nearly as like serious as the Scream franchise tries to be at times because it's clearly a very satirical black comedy horror movie. Um, But it's not as. Aware, aware, which is the scream thing. But um, I would say that S- Sleepaway Camp is very aware. Otherwise, no, why, I'm saying, would, no, I'm saying the characters in Scream are aware of all the. They like one of the big things is that they're aware of the tropes of horror movies. I guess. I mean, if you want to say that, Drew, like, there's like that Drew meta... tropes, and she doesn't know who the killer is in the first Friday the Thirteenth movie. Well, I mean, and but they, you know, I think they, I. I know, like, not many people have seen Evil Laugh, but, like, and I know you didn't really enjoy it. I think we should have watched it together. Yeah. But that, I, there's no way Sean Williamson, that's his name, right? Kevin the Williamson. Writer, Kevin Williamson. I don't know why. It's because Sean Cunningham, but that's why I always want to say oh, that. Yeah. But, um, uh, I, there's no way Kevin Williamson did not see Evil Laugh because that's such a proto. Mm-hmm horror movie like uh for scream because of that one character that's like reading fangoria and like knows the tropes yeah and that came out way like way before in this one i think that the tropes are all there but they're more for the audience the characters aren't aware yes like they are in scream yeah of course it's a parody kind of thing um, and it has all the obvious tropes, but the characters are, are completely unaware. Yeah, and while the characters are unaware, and you said it is for the audience, that makes more sense too, since all the characters in the movie, except for the uh, mystery girl that gets sent home, and then the truck driver at the very end. I want to go home. I want e- to go yeah. home. Everybody in this entire movie is named after the Brat Pack. So I mean, there we they, go. Let's let's do that again. Let's see. They're, well, they're Not making again. it. We've never done this before. They're making it. You know, they're making us aware of the tropes, whereas in the universe they're not. So we have Phoebe, Phoebe Cates. We have Brooke, Brooke Shields, Jody, Jody Foster. Those two are the show sisters. We have Mayor. Now, Mayor, I'm not sure. Oh. We should think about it. We'll, we'll come back Meryl to Meryl Streep. <laughs> Actually, maybe. I don't know. I mean, we have, that's not like whatever. It's not Brat Pack, but yeah. we, we have Judd. Judd Nelson. We have Anthony. Anthony Michael Hall. We have Allie. Allie Sheedy. Mm-hmm. We have Demi. <sighs> Demi Lovato. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dem, Demi Moore. Yes. Demi Moore. Yeah. We have Leah. Leah Thompson, correct? Yep. Yep, we have TC. 
Tom Cruise. We have Sean. Sean Penn. We have Matt. Matt um, Dillon. I guess. It's Matt Dillon. I'm I'm I am one hundred percent positive. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um I, I think a lot of people's names are Matt, I feel like. So anyway. We have Charlie and Emilio. Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez. We have Uncle John. John Hughes. We have Rob. Rob Zombie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rob Lowe. And then we have Diane, but who's she? Diane Lane? Was Maybe. she in the 80s? Was she in 80s? I don't know. Diane she... and Mayor, I got to come back to for sure. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll have our princess. It could have been named after Princess Di or something. I don't know. Yeah, and then when it comes back to everything else, you know, Angela. Diane, oh, gosh. Oh, oh, I'm thinking. That's what it sounds like when I think. Uh, there, Di, there's like another rep. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but anyway, whatever. Diane Lane. That's what I said. I think it might be her. She might be considered brat packy. Oh, she, she was, is. She no, was. She, a, she, she was totally a Tom Cruise is. and Rob Lowe. In, she was, uh, and she was in the Outsiders. That's it. The Outsiders. Yeah. So, so we're only the only one we don't know is like Mayor, and that has to be like a nickname. Uh, for oh Mary Lynn something and Marianne Hay Hagen Mayor Winningham Mayor Mayor was in Halloween Curse of Michael Myers Mayor Winningham she's from St. Elmo's Fire oh okay there we go but then Angela while her name is not part of the Brat Pack but um, her her real name Pamela Springsteen just connects you know to her famous brother right Bruce Springsteen. and also but, I mean you can't expect Angela to connect because it has to. I mean, well, actually, you know what? It would have been smarter for her to change her name because you talk earlier about uh, it being Peter Baker in the you know, like that. That was her name when she was a boy. But I don't. Did did they know that in the second one? Yeah, he says Peter Baker. And um, when Sean's telling the story, I'm pretty sure he says Peter but Baker. There's and then, no, there's and, no way and, those kids did not know that if they knew that whole story. There's yep. no way that they yeah. didn't know her name was Angela. Well, they did because then they said, well, they, well, they oh, call they, him, they talk about it. They talk about the angel of death. I don't know if they actually say Angela. I or think they, they do. I think I know they angel do. of death is used. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, I know that. Like, yeah, I, I know. Ted, I, I don't know him, but I know the name's Ted Bundy. I know, you know, serial killers. And I guess it's just one of those things, like, if I met another, like, Ted, I'm not going to automatically assume he's a serial killer. So, I mean, there's a lot of people named Angela in that time, so, yeah, you know. And we, we skipped Renee Estevez's character, Molly. Oh, yeah. Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Um, the only person that's a Brat Packy person that I haven't, I don't think is represented here, um... Would be Andrew McCarthy. Where is he's not in this one, but he's Brat Packy. Is he? He could have been one of the. Yeah, it's just interesting. Mm. Anyway, so anyway. that's just another way of making this movie more like aware. Or what about John Cryer? Uh, most of these people are in at least four or five movies of the, the together, and John Cryer's only in like what two. I mean, but he was a, such a big part of Pretty in Pink that he ain't the Brat Pack. All right, moving back, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> and there were also people in the Brad Pack that weren't necessarily like in all of those movies. Also, there's a mayor in in yeah, Saint Elmo's Fire. That's her. I'm looking at them right now. Anyway, I don't. I, I'm not a huge fan of of uh, Saint Elmo's Fire. I'm just gonna say, like out of all the the Brad Pack movies, it's probably my least favorite. 
Um, another thing that made this maybe anyway. kind of shocking <laughs> sorry. For, for, for the for the viewer. We're talking about Slumber Party Massacre too again. I'm sorry. <laughs> another part of the that made this a little shocking towards the viewer, and we're thinking there's no way they're maybe they're going like this obvious at first is just due to ha due to circumstances the model on the cover of the for the vhs box art her name is connie craig um that's not angela <laughs> but you know no, it's definitely not so it's like another red herring out of circumstance kind but of it's also away. it also kind of reminds me of the slumber party massacre covers you know and like a lot of movies at that time it wasn't just this or slumber party massacre but if they had like a pretty girl on the front a lot of times it wasn't one of the girls in the movie it would be right. just like a model that they got to put on the front pamela totally just wasn't available for the photo shoot that was it there was no other there was no thought process she just couldn't make it that day she, yeah <laughs> like, I, I i mean <laughs> I, I don't think it would have sold as well either, honestly. I don't yeah. either because the girl. I don't want to see that girl on the. Connie Craig, like she has great hair, great lips. She's look. She's like a. She's got all the cool, you know, weapons in her backpack, and she just. Yeah, like, she's that, like, it's she, she's, it's a total it's a total eighties, uh, video store marketing like, toy. Yeah. Mark, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're yes, more people are gonna rent that seeing her than Pamela Springsteen. I'm sorry, sorry, Pamela. But. Yeah, no, no offense to Pamela. I mean, um, but I think that's that's accurate. Uh, assumption. I mean, they did that with tons and tons of those kind of movies. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, most notoriously being like the Slumber Party Massacre, Sorority House Massacre, Sleepaway Camp movies. I agree. So anyway, um, moving on, we've talked about the names of the people. So just, you know, beyond, besides like your favorite kills and stuff like that, what else do you like about this movie or that you, do, what do you not like about this movie? So there's really not much I don't like about this movie. Um, I, uh, I saw this movie for the first time at like a, a party, a birthday party at one of my friend's house, a co-ed birthday party real late. We thought we were real cool in fifth grade. Yeah. Thought we were real cool watching this. This you is know. before Alex and I were friends, which doesn't seem like there was ever a time that we weren't friends, but, but this is before we knew each other. We were at different. We went to different schools in fifth grade. So this was my fifth grade crew, and um, we watched this movie. And it, 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 this movie just evokes a lot of nostalgia for me. So nostalgia. It doesn't matter how bad something is. Nostalgia is always going to trump like actual. Same. Same. Same talent. Um, just quality. You know, so nostalgia is a very driving factor. Yeah, it's um, weird because uh, once I started trying to collect, because I have a pretty big 80 slasher collection, and um, so I, you know, got all these movies that I'd been wanting to see forever and, like, was really excited about them. But I think because, for one, I was watching them alone. Yep. And so some of those, I think, yeah, if I'd watched this with Alex or something, I think I would have really liked it. But Same. other, but like, also I'm older now, and it does a lot of those movies like, uh, Sorority House Massacre, stuff like that. That like, just the feeling that I get from watching it, like I don't know if I would like it as much now because I think it would drag or something for me. Yeah, and so with the nostalgia, that it's not even a specific thing. It's just it just puts you back into that mindset. Um, but it, but with the movie itself, 
I really just love any kind of a camp setting movie. I've always Same. loved a camp setting movie. Yes. Um, I love, I like, you know, well, clearly it's 80s. Uh, but like, even though this is a horror movie and it's in the horror section and it's considered a comedy horror, there, even as a, a 10 year old, I was laughing a lot in this movie because it's just, it really is. And it's not laughing at bad acting. It's not, it's, it's, it's actually funny. Like when she, every time that she kills somebody, she's basically like, and you're a fornicator and you're going to tell and you know like she just tells you why she's going to do it and i just think that it's hilarious and it, it was very fun to watch because most of the time in all these movies people are you, they, they don't get a chance to, to talk about <clears throat> why they're going to kill and in the 90s when they started doing that exposition on the final kill scene that's when shit went awry for all of them and they always ended up dead themselves but she's I not really I... explaining she's just she's just saying why am I? Why are you killing me? Because you're a bitch. Because you're gonna tell. I mean, just just random uh, things. I just love it. I do think that this is definitely a. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going. Is, okay, shut up. I know where you're going. I think. Um, that this this came out in the wake of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies yep. getting Agreed. very big and uh, Freddie turning into a one-liner. And I think they were trying because I mean they even have a reference to Freddie in the movie, mm-hmm. and that she her lines that she gives are not as they're not you know nothing can be like welcome to primetime bitch or anything like that, but uh, it's definitely that's I mean I can't imagine that they when they watched the Nightmare on Elm Street and were making this movie that they weren't you know telling and the Pamela Springsteen hey this is the kind of like direction that we're going with these like punchlines like we want we want you to be like a freddy one-liner kind of thing right and while felissa rose was going preparing to go to college when and that's one of the reasons that she didn't do this movie um another reason was because she did not really get a mesh well with all those comedic one-liners that Angela yeah, she was didn't want it she out. didn't like the direction that it was it was going in which um is strange because like when I think of parody slasher movies, I think of things like a like for real ones, like student bodies, mm-hmm. or or even like um, Return to Horror High stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I never, when I was younger, yeah, there are funny one liners or whatever, but it does kind of stay with the whole Nightmare on Elm Street kind of vibe. It, I still didn't think it was a comedy. I really saw it as as a a horror slasher maybe you just happen to have some black comedy in it i agree i agree um because like you know one of my favorite scenes or whatever that her, her quotes is um later on she's you know she, she's leaving a a a cabin full of dead campers right like and then she's just like good night campers <laughs> i mean it's yeah, like it's and, so silly but i love and th- it i think this movie also with me and sleepaway camp Obviously, I, I'm all, not obviously, but I saw that one before this one. Um, mm-hmm. All those movies, and you were talking about this earlier. Like, if you set a movie at camp, I am going to like it, except for Return to the Return to Sleepaway Camp. Uh, but whatever. But for the most part, like, it's campy and it's a camp. I'm gonna love it. Like this movie, I remember always being. I mean, it's it's always in my top. 15 at least list if i'm doing like slasher movies um i i just think it's a great as even part three i think one two and three that is yeah i think they 
they shouldn't have made the the short movie or the return but it like just thinking of those three it's one of the best horror is a trilogy but it's uh, you know as far as having sequels it's it's one of the best that and friday the 13th i think are the most rewatchable yeah i mean and there's a lot of really the rewatchability is what i think it makes this even great and i think a lot of the quotes and a lot of her one-liners actually do make it um rewatchable and aside from the camp settings because you know it's like you start to look forward to some of the things that she's going to say you remember that when the the blind their campers are blindfolding and they're sticking their hands in the boxes of all these nasty things oh yeah and she's like human brains and they're like, she's like what's, it, what's actually brains. in there she's like human teenage dead, brains dead dead teenager teenager brain. brain. yeah. it's like so matter of fact and it's just like and then you know at one point you know because molly is just as prude in the movie well she's not really a prude per se she's just a nice girl i mean i really think molly is a nice girl i don't think she's overly prudish by any means no um, i think she's just kind of like shy but, but but compared to the girls that she's with, I mean, Allie, yeah, yeah, I mean, all of them. But then Molly at one point asks Angela, where do you think she is? And do you, do you remember what Angela says? She goes, probably fornicating. Forn yeah, fornicating. I just love like, instead of saying probably fucking her brains out or smoking dope or doing something, she's always just says, for like, I didn't even know that I knew the word fornicating until this movie. And I don't know that I have hardly ever heard it since other than this movie. Also, um, my, oh my dad God. recently, um, they, parts two and three were on a movie channel and my dad watched them mm -hmm. and, and I don't know if I'm sure that I'd probably made him watch them, but he didn't really remember. And he, he remembered sleep the first one, obviously, but he was like, he really enjoyed them. And this was yeah. only like a month ago. He was like, he thought like her one liners. I mean, he, of course they're like campy and stupid, but like, he liked that stuff. He thought it was funny. I think he liked it more than, than, uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddie one liners. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. On to fa your favorite kills. Sure. Um, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to have, I think I'm just going to do a top three because I, uh, I don't think I have, I think my top three will be enough. Yeah. I mean, this has the highest body count in the franchise franchise. I mean, there's clearly enough to go from, but it does, but there, some of them are so quick just to add to the body count that it's like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think we'll have some similar ones. So like, I'm going to start with my, my number three, I guess my number three is going to be mayor. Um, and so she gets killed, she gets drilled in the front seat. So she is being sent home to, you know, quote unquote, they're following the sent home policy, um, or Angel's doing that. But then she's basically, Angel's giving her a chance to atone for, and make, and, and apologize for mocking her and flashing titties and saying nice girls don't have to show it off, making fun of what Angela said to Allie that day in the cabin. So She's like, I'd rather die than apologize or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Angela's just digging through the backseat. She's like, what are you looking for, a gun? And then she responds, no, a drill. And then just drills right through her chest. So I thought that was pretty fun. <laughs> and your number two, you want me, let, let me give my number three and then we'll just do it like that. So my number three, my third favorite is Sean, even though it's off screen. I think like most of his death is off screen. I just love the the scene where she wake Molly wakes up and uh, Angel's like, "Look who's on TV!" and and his his head's in there. So his head is in the TV. Actually, like, like that one that one ties with the Shote sisters. 
Well, that that brings me to my number two, which is the Show Sisters. So the Show Sisters <clears> is going to be uh, like I'm going to cheat a little and put that with Sean because I really, really I'd forgotten. I love I love that scene. No, totally, totally love the Show Sisters. I I mean, first of all, they have the whole twin twin you know thing going on the whole movie. They're not are they're not twins. Oh, sister. They? Sorry, the sister. Yeah, vibe. they're just sisters. Sorry, sister. They look like twins, but um, sorry, I meant the whole sister vibes going on, and. <clears throat> So, you know, after she finds them having sex and getting high fornicating. and drinking again, fornicating, um, she basically wakes one of them up to, you see she's smoking or like literally like her body is smoking. And then she gets yeah. woken up by liquid being poured on her. You realize that she's waking her by pouring either vodka or something on her well, it's she, gas or gasoline or gasoline. Maybe it might be gasoline. She raises herself forward and sees her sister charred barbecued to a crisp. Right. And then basically another great one liner. She's like, let this be a lesson to you. Say no to drugs. And then she just burns Brooke to a crisp. I just thought that was so incredible. You know, I just realized before we go on with our kills that Angela, like the, her use of the word fornica fornicating, which we were talking about earlier, isn't usually used. She is a whole lot like a, the mom and Carrie. Because oh, yeah. the mom and Carrie uses that kind of terminology. Dirty pillows. Because, you know, there's definitely a Christian vibe going on with maybe the whole camp, but definitely with Angela and because of like the terms that she uses. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I just thought of that, but that because I think in the only other movie I might've heard fornicate is uh, the original Carrie. By yeah. Her yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she uses it. Um, like, she would, you would maybe, think I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to like gamble on it, but. I'm like 85% sure she probably says it. You would think if she, if she does, she, she thinks it. <laughs> so, yeah. True. Okay. So number two favorite kill for me is Phoebe. And I know Alex mm. hates it. Alex hates with this one, not because it isn't a good death, but just because it's hard to watch, but she is the first, uh, she's the first kill in the movie. She's the one um, that's not supposed, she's supposed to be in her cabin, but she's out with the boys with TC, by the way. So it's like, should be fine um telling the story of angela and when she gets up to leave with angela she gets knocked out and then um she has her tongue cut out and it doesn't really show it's not too graphic but like you get the noises that they have you know uh, with the cutting out of the tongue it just seems it sounds it and looks very realistic yeah and she's like she's like kind of sawing at it a little yeah, bit yeah like, yeah it's and, and like then, it takes her a minute because you i mean you you have a tongue you know like it, you know and like you have to like cut chicken or something like that like tough chicken or something yeah. like with scissors or something like that's what it reminds me of like like when you're cutting up chicken before you like cook it or something Ugh. no it's it's just it's just uh um i just can't get I can't, I can't. Um, I don't, and then, and then like the blood starts, like, I don't know, dripping and she just throws the tongue right on her chest and then mm -hmm. starts out with one liners and here's what you get for using horrible language and having a filthy mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too much for me. I always he probably was given blow jobs too. So probably. Mm -hmm. So you're number two. No, my number two is the show sisters. Oh, right. 
So I think we're going to have the same number one. We will. Yeah. Allie Burgess. Allie. Yes. So for one, let's talk about the fact that this porta potty is like the deepest thing in the world. It looks like it's like a, the deep end of a pool. That's how far she can go down in it. I mean, she can, yes, she's shoved down into this. And let's just imagine that like, I have seen porta potties, like even old ones like that. And this they camp don't have leeches in them. Well, this camp wasn't used long enough for it to have that much stuff in it. Like, it doesn't make sense for this camp to have. Also, a, wasn't it off near the shack? It was near. The, well, we ass, we assume it was near that shack because maybe. And so, like, it wouldn't yeah. have been being used. Exactly. That's a, Yeah, that's a great point. Like, so it wouldn't have been full of poop, piss, and leeches. I mean, leeches, really? Are they? I wonder if they can even survive in your own. I mean, I the only time I've ever seen a leech is in Stand By Me in this movie. Like, I've never seen one in real life. Right. Um, I just, I don't even know if leeches... Exist. Like, I'm leech, no, leeches, it says most leeches survive in water. Like, okay, cool. Well, is... is, is but they have is, to get there some way, somehow, and uh, getting into a porta potty would be pretty hard. Angela's probably pooping out leeches. Probably. But yeah, so Allie gets stabbed in the back, and then not only does that... Which is perfect for her. Well, that is perfect, but and yeah. not only does that death, like, the ouch, it then being sh- beaten and shoved down with a big stick into a porta potty even if she did happen to survive, I'm talking infection central. I mean, ugh. Yeah, and also, uh, I will comment on this, uh, that it does have a connection to part one. One, one. Because hey Bob, she starts waving yep. while she's drowning like that's going to do anything. And that's the same thing that Kenny does when he drowns under the boat that's capsized. Yes. He, at the bra before he, it's like they cut the scene, he like is waving out of like saying goodbye out, mm-hmm. of, out of the water. So, and like, yeah. Yeah. And she drowns super quick to me. I get maybe she got knocked out maybe she hit her in the head a little maybe a leech got stuck in her throat but then she's gasping like (laughs) like gasping that's what i'm saying maybe a leech a leech and you're swallowing all this it's just i just it is the grossest most so gross i mean you mm -mm, i was gagging i have a friend i have a friend that does not watch like she just doesn't really watch movies period like she does i mean she's seen some but she's just not a big movie person and mm-hmm. somehow she hadn't seen part one but she had seen this part because she could the because she was like that is that one that has the the porta potty scene and i was mm-hmm. like how have you not seen literally anything and you've watched this like oh my god she hadn't even seen boogie nights and but that she remembered this scene and i was like <laughs> okay like whatever so but yeah so I, those are my top three. I do have like one or two honorable mentions just because they do play a factor into later on into a pretty fun scene, like towards the end. Mm-hmm. And one of them would be Demi. So she is the girl that comes into the cabin and basically she starts putting two and two together. She's like, well, I called so-and-so's called parents. Every, I called, called yeah. parents. Yeah. And so while that's while she's doing that and she just won't quit going on about I it. I love, I love Angela's part in that where she's going around, like just testing things, like yeah, just looking at like different things to kill her with <laughs> hairbrush. And then she combs her hair, she combs her braid with it. And she's like, starts smashing her hand with things trying to like, will this kill her? So then when she finally does end up killing her, she strangles her with that guitar string, right? Yeah. So then later on in the movie, this is something I didn't pick up on until I was in college. Um, 
So later on in the movie, when Sean and Molly are basically the only two campers and they don't really understand why there's nobody else around. And so they finally have uninterrupted time and they're like kissing and they're all sweet. You can hear Angela in the background playing Kumbaya Mm -hmm. on her guitar, but she keeps having to stop because she removed one of the guitar strings. So it keeps messing up when she's playing Kumbaya. Oh, yeah. So if you. (laughs) That's another weird thing about that movie, too, is um, that they just didn't explain i mean there's literally no one else at the camp left and why is why are these people that are left not real i mean there's a little bit of question going on like yeah like mary uh not mary um molly and sean are just yeah like going and making out and stuff like with no care in the world and it's like have you do you not realize that like everyone has left camp well, like so even was, even if yeah. they weren't dead and they had all left camp, why are you? Why do you still want to be here? Yeah, I mean, it did. Like at first, they were being sent home, sent home, sent home. But then the night before, like it was just a little. Um, it started well, oh, happening yeah. so fast. Yeah, and it then so fast that about like, six of them got killed while they were still alive when um, yeah Sean yeah, and, so and Molly go to the shed. To get kind of yeah. Obviously, at that point, it's happened so fast that. It's not really explained at all for obvious reasons because it makes no sense for them to still be there. Yeah, there's like, like four or five people that are killed off scene or off screen or off camera, whatever. Yeah, but they're just like going about, you know, I guess they, they really wanted that alone time or something. But it's like they have no care in the world. And it's like half the can like more literally, like I, I guess we don't see a lot of the younger kids and we see them in a couple scenes, but maybe some of them are left or something. But like. We literally see no one at the camp, and they're just like, you know, not even questioning it. They're just like, okay, now we can make out without Allie bothering us. Well, where the hell the hell do you think she is? Preach. I mean. Preach. Shoved down. She's not in a garment bag in a closet, but she's (laughs) in a. Or a body bag in a closet. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, But while I hate Allie, I think she's my favorite character in the movie. Oh, me too. Love. Her. I mean, the camp bitch is always like a favorite for me. Yeah, um, like it's like the a, the, it's like that Melissa character. I think her name's Melissa in Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, like the huge bitch. The yes. one. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, the blonde girl, the next door neighbor, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like yes. her. I love. I always love like the bit like Judy, Meg. Love them from Part One. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, I love the bitch. I, I, I always, and Sheila in part two of Summer Party Massacre. I mean, I, they're always the most interesting. Yeah. And it's interesting too, which this is Allie. We like Allie. We stand Allie, even though she is a bitch, but, and we love her death the most. And her death won the Golden Chainsaw Award um, in mm-hmm. Dead Meats and in, in their kill count. So that was really cool too. Yeah. Um, but like also, her, I'd much rather watch her on screen than Molly. It's true. Molly is very. Like I love Molly in Heather's. She's a, yes, yes, she is. She plays a good character in Heather's, but she doesn't play a good. She's not a very. She's not a very strong presence. Yeah, in the final yeah. Role. And the thing is that, like, is she? A, is she? I, you know, she, I don't really consider there to be a final girl in this one, but uh, because you know, at the end, yeah, uh, it's she's probably getting murdered. <gasps> but at the same time, it's just like. I mean, she played the character well because that's that has to be how it was written because she's the good girl. But it's just for I mean, you know, like good girls don't it, make good it's, movies. It's, it's needed, 
it's it's you have to have it in these horror movies. But yeah, I like the bitch characters way more. <clears throat> Do you remember what Angela says to Allie right after she kills her? No, I mean which 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 um which would have ruined the movie. Uh, she said you should have been the first to go. It would have ruined the movie. It would have ruined the movie because you wouldn't. There would have been some iconic scenes that you wouldn't have had. You wouldn't have had when Phoebe. She, well, Phoebe might have been, you know, when she's like, "I got cramps real bad." Like when the whole scene yeah, and that that, that yeah. bathroom scene. It's like the most. Oh, violent. she goes. She goes. You don't have AIDS, do you? Well, <laughs> it's like, um, like, yeah, that's what you ask somebody when you had. Listen, you don't have AIDS or anything. She's real like, angry. Once about it you're too. already, I think they're like already they're, in the middle of it too, clothes, and it's no, like. They're putting their clothes back oh, on. Oh, yeah, they're done. It's like They're donezo. Yeah, a little late to be asking if he has AIDS. And this is either the night before or the night after. She's literally like, it's the most violent and most over-the-top cunnilingus I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, like, I also have a big problem with her, uh, like the scene where she has sex, because she doesn't pee afterwards, which is UTI City, so that bothers me. And she doesn't even like... <laughs> clean herself up she just puts her clothes back on i'm like you know like you have like sex stink on you now right like and pro- yeah. i mean it's just it's too much and but i she had this yet but but the but i got cramps real bad you don't have aids do you um she has some really good one-liners and one and another one that she has is right before she is killed she's like yeah well you're more fucked up than i thought and oh then, i love that yeah i mean she and then you know um I, I like her when she takes her bra off at the pool and she's like, Rob Dorinko, if you I love that in scene. that pool. Yeah. It's just, um, I don't know. She's got a lot of great lines and the movie would not be the same without her. While she's yeah. not as mean per se, like, like she's not as, um, no, she's not. she shows, she shows moments where like, so when they're out camping and stuff after she like leaves it, like, or maybe before she leaves to go have sex, but she ends up coming back or I, I don't know. She's there at some point. But she just leaves to go have sex with that guy. But she's like being nice to everybody. Like so, there are moments where you can tell, he keeps like calling she, Angela, you know, bad, inappropriate names for lesbians and stuff. <laughs> but well, yeah, but I'm saying like to her friends, she's oh, not all bad. She's not all bad. You're right. But the, yeah, because she well, she's again. That's what I was gonna say too. She's she's still way nicer than Judy as an actual person. Oh yeah, and Meg. Yeah. Oh, and Meg. Yeah. So Allie's at least, and I like Allie's hair. It's like very Bon Jovi. Yeah, no, I, I love her. Her hair is really, actually really nice. And it's yeah. not like very 80s looking. Like you could have that hairstyle now. But um, you remember how we sa- I was trying to say what it could be? It, it clicked on me while we were talking about her final moments. About Sleepaway, Summer Party, Massacre 3's, stuff in a garment bag in a closet. Well, Allie's body was put in a sleeping bag in a cabin. Because at the very end, they take out her body and put it in a sleeping bag. And where she puts all those bodies in the shed. And she's in a, she's in a sleeping bag. That's true. That's true. I thought that was good. <laughs> Something fun. Um, okay, so, so I I guess is that it that we have to talk about with have uh, Sleepaway Camp too. I mean, are there any other scenes or any other deaths or characters that you find totally memorable or? Not really. I mean, I like. I'm not. That's not to say I don't like all of the. True. Characters. It's just that like, those are the memorable ones. I think. Part three has much more memorable ones. Um, I am going to see if I can name any kind of, you know, trivia. Okay. So um, it says it was fi- it was shot in Waco, Georgia, at a camp 
ground formerly known to locals as Camp Waco. It's now private property. Most of the buildings used in the film are now gone. The restroom, abandoned cabin, wow. and swimming pool are the only things remaining. So Waco, you could Georgia actually... is an hour away from where I live. Yeah, you should. Check it out. Yeah. And okay. I did know this. Pamela Springsteen did not tell anyone while she was filming that she was Bruce Springsteen's sister. And they didn't find out until like years later. Well, and so while that's interesting, that's almost as stupid for them to not know that when there's n hardly any Springsteens. As we also, didn't know that there's, though, there's not that many. Hold on. There's not that, that many Angelas that are at camp killing people. Like it's almost, you know what I mean? It's almost just as. Yeah. Believe. They really believe that. She really pisses me off, though, anyway, though, because she, she like, well, she doesn't like, she'll, she won't do interviews about this movie. And I'm like, what else have you been in? Like, why, like, she doesn't like these movies, apparently. So, oh, oh, here's a list. So let's make sure we had them all. Here's a list of the names. We, we, um, we, we definitely make, had them all. Well, I'm making sure. So Molly, we did Molly, Sean Penn, Ali Sheedy, Tom Cruise, Uncle John, John Hughes, Mayor, Mayor Winningham, Rob, Rob Lowe, Demi Moore, Leah Thompson, Brooke Shields, Jodie Foster, Anthony Michael Hall, Judd Nelson, Charlie Sheen, Phoebe Cates, uh, Emilio Estevez, and Diane Lane. So it was Diane Lane. Diane, yeah. They went with that one. Um, and, and, and speaking of, wasn't, wasn't Pamela Springsteen in um, Fast Times? Like, it, maybe in a really... I'm pretty sure she's in Fast Times, which connects her to, to them. And I don't know. I'm almost positive she's in Fast Times. Well, like, who is she? Just like a random character? Think, um, I don't know. I don't I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure she's in it. Because I remember seeing my husband really likes Fast Times, and I've never really seen it as much. And I know you love that movie. I so, don't love that movie. I thought you did. You just I, mean, I, like, I like it okay. But um, she's I'm, I'm almost positive. I was like, oh, my God, there's... Angela Baker and he was like who? Oh, she is. She she plays Dina Phillips. I don't know who that is. I mean, whatever. I don't either. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, but uh, okay. So the we we, we when we talk about part two and part three, they were shot back to back at the same location. Oh, cool. And they finished within six weeks. Both of them. For bo both of them. Yes. Oh my god. Um. Let's see. So it was filmed on location at a YMCA youth camp. Um, the model used to portray Angela for their original thing is Connie Craig because she uh, Pamela was unavailable for the photo shoot. So that is uh, interesting. This is Chris Jericho's favorite slasher. That's awesome. Thanks. Is he, is he the one That's that... the one that killed his family, I'm pretty sure. So... I thought so, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yikes. <laughs> that that, that fact didn't age well. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the campers mentions the facts of life, which we should do that now. What'd you say? One of the campers mentions the facts of life. Pamela Springsteen made a guest appearance on the show. And now are you ready? A one, a two. You take the good, you, good, take, you the take the bad. You take the bad, you take them both, and there you have you the have facts, the of, facts life. of life. The facts of life. <laughs> There's a time you gotta go show you're growing. Now you know about the facts, facts of, life. of life. Facts of life. If the it. world never seems to be living up to your dreams, suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. You do this part. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot to get them right when you're learning the facts of life. That was something we had to do because Alex and I used to sing only the first part of that. 
at high school. And then everyone told us by the end of the day that we had to learn the rest of it because we were annoying them. Bye. You know, I mean, like that was the first time anyone told us that. So when the last. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Cool, so cool. The, the body count is 18. However, whether or not Molly survived is unknown. I'm, we're assuming that. Yeah. Um, the sex scene between Allie and Rob was actually with Valerie Hartman and an extra since the actor playing Rob was only a minor during the filming. So, mm. um, and it also says, I was just giving you a reference to Emilio Estevez. So those are the big, the big pieces of trivia. So there you go. I love it. I always love looking at trivia. I don't uh, know why. Me too. Like, I love it. Don't gag yourself just yet. We forgot to give our ratings out of five stars. Alex, uh, what, what's your rating for a sleepaway camp part two, unhappy campers? You know, I just really, this, I love this movie and it's always going to rank high for me and it's going to make all of my lists. Again, you know, we talked about the nostalgia factors earlier, just the camp setting and everything. I'm, I'm going with a solid 4.25. What about you? Yeah, it's always on my top, uh, well, it's, it's it's always in like my top 10, top 15 movies, and I usually don't have sequels in my uh, slasher movies, not movies in general, but, um, so, it and it is in there. I also give it a 4.25, especially when you look at the grand scheme of things with the Sleepaway Camp series, I would definitely give the first one a five. So, the second one, I love, I know some people really don't, but I think it's, it's not as good, but it's it. There are some ways it's better just because it's like you know campy. So, four point two five for me as well. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stay gagged on the rewatchability factor of this one. <laughs> yes, the rewatchability has a bit. It it, it uh, factors in big time on my ratings, and I assume it does yours as well. So. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, that's it. So stay gagged with a uh, leeches. Stay gagged with. Uh, toilet bowls stay gagged with the whole uh, outhouse the whole outhouse. the whole outhouse <laughs> stay gagged with a tv set on your head uh <laughs> stay stay gagged uh you know being burned alive whatever <laughs> just 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 stay gagged y'all stay gagged just just do it just stay gagged god okay bye see you guys
Get your